So let's get right into it. We are talking about Transformers Rise of the Beast, the seventh Transformer film, um, live action film, I should say, eighth overall. Um, we are going to be talking full spoilers. So if you have not seen the movie, you know, go away, check it out, come back, pause this, whatever you want to do to go see the movie, uh, because we will be spoiling the ever loving shit out of it. Um, now let's get right into it. Transformers Rise of the Beasts is directed by Stephen Capel Jr., uh, who did Creed 2, my favorite Creed film, actually, uh, which is written by Joby Harold, uh, who wrote Army of the Dead and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, also King Arthur and the, the Legend of the Sword. Ben, what's that King Arthur movie with, what's his uh, name? Uh, Charlie Hunnam. Charlie Hunnam. What's that well, That movie? He did that movie. Um, Darnell Mateer uh, and Josh Peters, who is who are currently dir- uh, writing the Valzad movie or show that Michael B. Jordan is working on. Had a lot of writers on this one. And Eric Hober and John Hober, the brothers, um, ri- who did who wrote The Meg recently and Battleship, among others. A lot of writers. On so those are those are the five writers on this movie. Yeah, wow. Can't even tell. So what do we think about this one? Uh Ryan or Ben, who wants to go first? Ben, I want to hear your I want to hear what you what you think, Mr. Beast Beast Wars. <laughs> well I liked it. I want to say talking about it more, it made me start to love it more. But the reason why I'm saying I'd like it outright is because, unfortunately, when I saw this movie with Brandon, I know this is going to come up. We had a horrible theater experience because there was some people behind us who would not shut up. Mm. And there was also a guy who was constantly clapping during the scenes that honestly didn't need to be half clapping. So He, okay, he was loving it. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> We're happy. It's just that it, it was very distracting for no, the I'm rest of us. Yeah, I got you. And uh, so, uh, real quickly, uh, Grayson Live, because there's a pause there. Grayson Live, do you, no need to answer on the stream, but I will. Uh, no, you do not need to see the other Transformers films outside of Bumblebee. And even, <laughs> even then, then there's one the line and yeah. you'll be fine. But Bumblebee yeah. is like the best one, so you should see. Yeah, him. yeah, Bumblebee is great. Go watch one Bumblebee. Other than that, I actually I still had a good time with this movie. I got I actually thought that the character development of optimus prime was pretty good i thought that the action was really good um if i had any complaint i was kind of bummed that there weren't any real predacons but the antagonists in the movie were still really good threats and we still got nods to the predacons and the the badges so there's hope that we can see them again um i actually really liked how the beast wars robots well even in beast form they were I'm going to actually cut you oh, off sorry. because let's, I want to get Ryan's initial thoughts yeah, yeah, because sorry. you're going into a lot of things no, no, that, am, we, we should definitely, that we should definitely talk about. But Ryan, your initial thoughts are? I liked it. I had a good time. I, I wish I liked it as much as Bumblebee. Uh, I don't think it's as strong as Bumblebee. I do I do think it has the strongest human protagonist of any Transformers movie. I love these characters. Yeah. I, I would uh, I would love to continue to see these characters do more stuff. Uh, I, I was really, I was really uh, drawn to them. Um, um, I... I wish I liked it. This is going to sound weird because this is a Transformers movie, but this is the one case where like, I, I don't, I wish I liked the Transformers more. Um, I think the villains are cool, but like, you know, they're there to do their job. So like, that's fine. Um, all their personalities are, uh, I, I, I have a Mirage here. I'm not the hugest Transformers fan, but I really like Mirage just because he's a cool F1 car and he's usually cool and spunky. And I actually like Mirage a lot in this movie. I found everyone else to be fine. Like Air Razor is like, that's Michelle Yeoh. Yep, there's no character there, y'all. Um, Gor- Gorilla Gorilla Prime is cool. He's not in the movie nearly enough, I think, but that's the whole plot thing. So like, that's that's fine. Um, 
Optimus, I'm going to be honest, like this is a total me thing. I don't think anyone else forgets this. I don't really care for Optimus in this movie. Um, I understand he's on a journey. He's on an arc to learn to love humans. But like, is this a prequel to Transformers or is it not? Like, I just, like, I just... He's also really bloodthirsty, but that's just something that Michael Bay did. Like, I just like my Transformers to be, like, a little less bloodthirsty, but that's just, again, a me thing. I don't know if it's necessarily a negative of the movie. I just thought, like, the script was pretty weak for the Transformers. Optimus, a lot of Optimus lines are, are, are pretty weak to me. Uh, also, Peter Cullen sounds like he's, like, 900 years old, and that's because that's he is. And that's not a bad thing. That's, that's how he is. Um, I, I wanted to like the Transformers stuff more. Um, I thought the final battle was pretty pretty weak to be honest it's really great um i like the human stuff though i really i i if the human stuff wasn't as strong i'd probably be weaker on a movie but overall i liked it so i love this Hell yeah. um bumblebee is the best and it's not close and i mm. even after watching Transformers rise of the beast it's not close bumblebee has a lot going for it it's a much simpler story it's a it's it's not as focused on it on more as many characters it's just focused on the two mm-hmm. um so there's a lot there's a lot that bumblebee is able to do because of how simple it is this is far more complicated uh yeah. than that than that script but i really had a good time i i really liked all the transformers mm, that's not true i really like most of the transformers um optimus prime and primal i like quite a bit uh and uh it because you know it does with optimus's let's let's just start there let's start with our optimus's arc in this because we've we've all kind of touched on it in our initial thoughts but let's start there so optimus prime his arc in this movie is that he doesn't trust humans he thinks that humans are very selfish and he's not going to and he doesn't want to involve himself with them because he has put it on himself that they are trapped they're trapped on earth and they were never meant to be mm-hmm. um so he's really regretful of it and then the the death of b is uh, kind of what sets him over the edge. That's a very similar arc that he goes through in Transformers Age of Extinction and The Last mm-hmm. Night. And I just, for me, I think probably, I'm kind of with Ryan, I do prefer my Optimus Prime to be less bloodthirsty, but I think kind of recognizing this as a much more compelling version of what that shitty thing was, I really, I actually really liked it. And that might be because I was, quote, I was, pun intended, primed for it. Yeah, yeah. It is definitely that. That is a good point to bring up. Uh, it is a better version of that, um, and it is again like it makes sense for the story. Like this is a prime. Like you know, if if you're meeting humans for the first time, like you have no reason to trust them. It's if you know all this stuff. Like you know, you you you're going through your own shit. I get it. Um, I just didn't think the writing was very good for it. Uh, there's a lot of lines. I wish I remembered them. Again, I only got to see it today because I because I you know I worked all week and today's my first mm-hmm. day off. So like, uh, I wish I could remember some of the lines, but I'm just like, it felt really generic. There's a lot of his lines felt really generic. I mean, like Peter Cullen's really good at it. It's good stuff. But like, I remember Air Razor. One line specifically got me. She's like, oh, Scourge touched me and he left a mark. I'll be okay. And I'm like, I'll be okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, I just, uh, I really, uh, Anthony, I'm mixing their, the, the actor and the character's name. Right, but Nolan Diaz, Nolan Diaz, the, the, the character. Uh, I really like him a lot, man. Yeah. I think he's I think he's really great. The stuff with his brother, very Robbie Ray as Ghost Rider, uh, really into it. Um, uh, I don't want to go into too many places. Sorry. No, but there's actually two things that you brought up that I want to talk about, which is that I agree. I think Anthony Ramos is great as as Noah Diaz. I think Elena doesn't get as much to do, but I also really like her. She's um, great. Yeah. Uh, so I really, your Ryan was absolutely correct. I think this is the most compelling human characters we've gotten so far. Oh yeah. Uh, 
because they have their own agency. And what I found really refreshing is that their their goal is different than the Autobots' goal. And we've never seen that before. We've never seen the two goals at odds before. Um, yeah. So I was really excited. So I, I think they handled that pretty well, um, and which comes, comes to a head when Prime like pleads with Noah, like, please don't, because if you do, we're stranded here forever. That, that is that is a good scene. I do like that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but on the on the voice acting, I actually really like the voice acting um, of Air Razor. Uh, personally, I like Michelle Yeoh um, and Ron Perlman, I think, kills it as as uh, Optimus Primal. The only thing that I wish wasn't the case is that so many of the voices sound so similar unicron scourge primal for example all kind yes. of have the same kind of deep resonant voice where i'm like gravelly this is a little samey i kind of wish you did you did something different here i agree um i i do like ron perlman like i i don't know what he could have done to like make himself more ron perlman or whatever but like i thought i thought he was good i didn't like if you would have told me that was somebody else, I'd also just believe you. If you like, if I heard it was Ron Perlman, like, oh, actually, it was Hugo Weaving. I'd be like, oh, sure, I believe that. Like you know, like I don't totally hear Ron Perlman all the way, but it was a good performance. Um, Wheeljack, interesting choice. Oh, I, I hate yeah. how they do Wheeljack so much. I, I thought we were past doing this. Me too. I was when they said Wheeljack, I was hoping to see like the head fins. You know how yeah. you know classic wheeljack but guess not um, so so his voice actor is is a character um called danny reyes from um danny rojas sorry from uh ted lasso oh, um, sure, okay. he's one of the soccer players and i recognize them immediately but i think some of the, one of the things that i appreciate about the new transformers designs is that they is that they're a little bit blockier they're not as thin or metal as the it bay films so good but wheeljack is so interesting because it's such a departure from his original design that I don't understand what the thought process was. I don't know. Um, Cause RC looks dead on. Yeah. She looks great. Honestly, I thought RC looked excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, I, I, I'm so glad we kept with the, with the G one ish designs. I think everybody, even though some of the designs like might be a little weird, I think like they just look so much better than the, the super intricate bay design. The the there's a scene where Optimus, who's now back to being a flat nose truck, as we saw in um, Bumblebee, um, he does a drift in in yes. in the city they're in, and I was like, man, that's so much cooler than a long nose truck. I don't know what it is, but it's just it just feels so much cooler. I think um, there are so many great like moments and like, but I think my favorite like transformation is. Um, uh stratosphere the old robot plane yeah because he transforms because he transforms so slowly because he's so old and you really get to see like you obviously see all the transformation stuff happening but like it's so slow you see it all happening it's like damn like these are some really good animators man like it's crazy yeah, yeah. he uh and all the characters like they they all feel real enough like i was a little worried i love pete davidson he's a great comedian but like he showed up in fast x for a minute i'm like that's nah, fine or whatever like i was a little worried about him being mirage but like actually i really like him he, he's he he's brings, my favorite transformer yeah he brings the pete davidson energy but there is like they do rein him in where like he's not like just saying the most nonsense stuff like he still gets to be a funny character but have some pathos and some heart and stuff oh yeah and it, what's really nice is that it feels what really nice about the transformers even the ones that don't get a lot a lot of love is they feel distinct mirage mm-hmm. doesn't feel like bumblebee or rc they all feel very distinct characters and that's you know i talked about i'm going to talk about a little bit about age of extinction a lot because i watched it this week um mm-hmm. but the uh the you know it could i don't even know the names of all the new transformers in that film i know hound because it's john goodman but and ken watanabe is one of them but like it doesn't matter what their names are because they're all just interchangeable um quoting one-liners and not actually talking to each other 
Mm-hmm. And it's really cool to like, I think Pete Davidson brings such an interesting and, and honestly good personality to Mirage. And it, 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 he's, he honestly steals the show because of it. Yeah. I think, um, I, I just love like the brother mentality and all the stuff with, with Chris, that's the younger brother's name, the sick brother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the stuff with him and like, oh, yo, we like your brother gave me the radio so we can all keep in touch. And like all this stuff has a great payoff at the end that I think is incredibly sweet. Uh, like, again, like that was like my biggest worry was Pete Davidson, like stunt casting. I'm like, no, that, that dude actually he brought something. It was good. Yeah. Was good. So uh, Mac has a comment. Uh, I'm a little curious which Maximals were in Air Razor Squad when they arrived Earth. So Whoa. the real quick before you answer, when she said, I'm the last one, I'm like, God damn it. We're not seeing anybody else. So that <laughs> no, <but> yes. <laughs> That that's that's that that's what happened to me because I was looking at the uh, so I, first off what kind of ticks me off about that line is that we don't see any other Maximals in the beginning of the movie when we're on the Maximal planet and so the implication is later in the movie that there were more Maximals on that arc uh, that left but we don't see them ever and now they're just dead yeah. I really don't like that because it really limits you being like. Like, are you just going to, is that supposed to be like, oh yeah, Rat Trap was in this movie. So before, before she said that, that everyone's dead, I assumed they were, they were all just still on the other planet. And like, these are the ones who escaped and they're just living in a really bad time and we would come rescue them or something. No, they also came with us, but they, they just died off screen. I'm like, what? I wish you just didn't tell me that. You didn't have to tell me that. And the movie would have been totally the same. You could have just been like, yeah, we lost track of Ares or once. Oops. Yeah. Or like, yeah, we had others, but we don't know what happened to them. And then that just leaves it open for the future to do whatever yeah. you want. Like you, Rat- you made it so finite for no reason. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of one of my issues with with the Maximals is I do think I do really like seeing the Maximals. Yeah, but Cheetor and Rhinox are just kind of set dressing. Yeah, and we never see we we hardly see them in their robot forms. We only ever see we mostly see them in their beast modes, which is fine. They look great. I, but I will say I did I did. Um, I didn't. I didn't go. Yeah, for the double rollout moment. I did go. Yeah, for the maximized moment. And see, I think that's why it's worth it because if we saw the robot transformations early, that final scene wouldn't be a payoff because like right, that maximized moment, and then you finally get to see what they all look like. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Fun. The second one, Ron Perlman says, "Max, um, Cheetor, Rhinox, maximize." Even like, I was like, yeah, what's it? Yeah, I. I yeah I, I'm with you guys like that's a really good point right I didn't think about that that moment re- is really good because we don't see them in their robot forms it's in that case I'll say it's 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 kind of a bummer we don't get to really get a good look at Cheetor and Rhinox's uh, robot designs because they're only briefly seen in the in the fight I agree and that's one thing where like I. I, I don't particularly love that last fight just because uh, the the giant like drone of like endgame enemies that were fighting on like the barren wasteland. Like the only real color that happens in that fight is like when Bumblebee shows up. And that's an, also another problem I have at the movie is like fake killing Bumblebee. Like, are you you really think I'm going to believe that you're going to kill Bumblebee? And the other part about that is because since we're already here, I cannot talk about it. Uh, yeah. I knew he wasn't dead the second this happened. That's fine. Whatever. They keep dragging his dead body around everywhere they go. <laughs> and they keep just dropping it like. You're just carrying him around like you know he's not dead. If he were actually dead, you would leave him behind or whatever, or you'd bury him. But you know he just had a movie, and we have other movies that we may or may not be setting up to, depending on who you ask. Yeah, it's that's the thing. I I don't since we're, since we're talking a, about the stakes. It's such a waste of time of the movie. It did not need to happen. Since we're talking about the stakes, I agree 100% with Ryan. I don't think killing both Bumblebee and Mirage, fake killing both Bumblebee and Mirage, works in this movie's favor. And it sucks that the only transformer we lose is air razor 
Like, yes. how shitty must that be for Primal, knowing that both of Prime's Transform Autobots came back, but Air Razor didn't? <laughs> yeah, we, we're both fine. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer. And, and that's such a bummer because, like, part of, part of this is selfish because, like, I I want I want you to cut the I want you to cut that cord to the Bay films, um, is to keep Bumblebee dead because that yeah. we've had six movies with Bumblebee. He had his own movie. Kill him. And how bold would that be? Because it's a really sad moment. It is. And that's, and that's, this is the part where like, we're like being, <laughs> knowing how Hollywood works is like, I couldn't just live in that moment. Cause like, I knew it wasn't real. Like you yeah. cannot convince me just because I know how Hollywood works producers, you, the producers like, Oh, this is a prequel to the Bay movie. So like, you're not killing Bumblebee. And then there's the moment of like, Oh, there's energy on rocks. So maybe if there's enough energy, he could come back to life. And like, all that is just for a setup. So you can have a music sting of don't call it a comeback. That's all that's for. All of that is, is so he can come onto the battlefield like Thor, which is, is a cool moment. Like I'm not it's gonna cool lie, like, it is a cool moment. And again, he is the color. He's the yellow driving through the through the gray. And I'm like, that's really good looking. I'm like, I wish he didn't have to be dead for half the movie for it. Yeah, I I wish that there were more stakes in the film. Specifically, I just honestly, I could buy you you bring back Mirage. I and I'd be happy with that. I think killing both Air Razor and Bumblebee <laughs> makes for a more impactful film. And I was I love the 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 first like the ending of mirage when i thought he was going to i thought like man that sucks like i actually really like this transformer but like this is a good ending like he sacrificed himself for a brother it taught it, it taught uh uh our character like a lesson and stuff then also he didn't die and i'm like oh. yeah it's a good moment and stuff and but I'm if like, we oh. if we had if we knew if we hadn't just gotten bumblebee back that moment would have been oh no we didn't get bumblebee back yet so that was bumblebee comes back shortly after because yeah, it's like it's like a one-two punch oh, yeah yeah because bumblebee uh, he's Bumblebee's like he's around. the moment after something bad happens where this is the good moment about to happen yeah because then uh, anthony ramos gets the armor gets the yeah. mirage armor which looks pretty mm -hmm. cool honestly the spike the spike wikipedia armor that is pretty yeah. cool he's yeah. little iron man love it um so i so like you know i i agree with ryan um there's ryan mentioned my the his favorite transformation in the movie my one of my my favorite all time is when the was when was when optimus is saved by primal and 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 uh, noah diaz and you see him like, like his legs bent backwards, his torso spins around, and, and oh, I was yeah. just like, I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, I love, uh, I love that transformation. Yeah. Um. Let's see. RC is pretty cool. Again, like a lot of these, all these guys are kind of like just in the movie, and they're there to be cool, much, and they are cool. Um. I do like the chase scene where she's with Wheeljack, and like the missile goes through, and they has to open his door. Yeah. For the missile, like that's that's some that's some good uh, some I, good action. I know you said I know you said you didn't like the end the end the end fight scene, and I, I totally respect that. I really like all the action sequences in this one, and I liked how much there were because I thought there was some real there's some really good Transformer action sequences in this movie for me. Um, the fight on the on the highway with Scourge and Optimus is yes. so cool. Yep. And the fight I at love, the end with Scourge and Optimus. Oh yeah, I love all the individual fights. I think all those are pretty good. Like the uh, the fight at the museum, like when we first meet our villains and stuff. Like I think all that stuff's really cool. I really like again. Like there's not there's not a lot of depth, but like I really like our villains. Like yeah. my favorite. I don't even remember. I think it's Nightwing. Is that what the pink the pink flyer? I think, I think it's, it's Nightwing. I think it's Night Scream. Night Scream. Whatever it is, I think she's just a bad bitch who likes to kill people. And I'm like, hell yeah, you look cool. She's got I a like design. I like Scourge a lot, actually, because I, I like the this concept that this guy's just evil, but yeah. also he's desperate for, for Unicron's approval. He yeah. is. Oh, yeah. I love that he's genuinely a threat to our Transformers and scared of Unicron mm -hmm. because it. I think it did effectively create the stakes of like, oh, well, shit, if, Uni if he's scared of Unicron, 
then Unicron's way, way, way worse. And we we know that textually, but it, it gives kind of this context of the film. I do really like, um, I think Unicron looks great. Like I think the mm-hmm. opening, like I think his design, like that is just like, they got that design great. That's perfect. I like that it didn't kill him. So there is still like a future where like there can be a giant. Yeah, he's got to be teleported into the, into the center of the earth. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the producer's really going to have a hard time explaining that one, I think. Yep, yep. Yeah. What if that? What if that really is the plot of the next movie? It's like we gotta teleport them, and it's like it's the core of the Earth now. Oh, I might be okay with it. I don't know, man. I don't want uh, that. I, I don't want so. you to limit this because I, no, I want I you to. I want you to keep it, going. It should have just been like a soft reboot. It's like don't worry about it too much, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I I really like Unicron's design, also, Ryan. I think it, yeah. I think he looks awesome. I part of me wishes he had transformed. There's no room for that in the movie, but I I hope we see it someday. Yeah. I'm, actually really okay we only saw you in planet form because even in planet form especially when he like eats a planet for the first time like in the in the it looks just like the animated movie too exactly i thought it was cool like seeing that cgi just seeing that animated that style and or in modern ways it's just like yo unicron is a threat unicron is just like god damn who win to fight unicron or galactus um uh that's I mean, a good fight to watch i mean oh, obviously yeah, both actually... oh sorry go ahead no i would say both are threats but just seeing unicron seeing how huge he is just seeing how big and how these giant pincers just like break into the planet he's eating yeah. a planet like the scale like, this the scale is effective the, the scale is like damn so this um, is this is something um i remember this from the transformers the movie um he basically has like a silver surfer he has an emissary because uh, mm-hmm. that became that's what Megatron became Galvatron, right? Isn't that the whole the whole yeah. thing? Okay, so like, so like Scourge getting like super powerful. I like that idea. They're like, oh, he has like dark energy. I wish. I wish they called it Energon. Dark Energon. Yeah, I was like, yeah. it's right there, guys. Um, I, I like the final battle with Scourge and Optimus and and God, I keep mixing their Anthony Ramos is Nolan. No ideas. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I. It feels like. I guess it's the power of friendship and teamwork. I guess I'm a f- I'm fine with that answer. But like, I thought this dude was supposed to be like unkillable, and then like Optimus very easily kills him. Uh, and I guess like, I guess I totally don't have a problem with them. I just like they were shooting him earlier, and like nothing was happening. And I'm like, now they're just able to take him out. And I wish there could have been something like, oh, my connection to, to is losing something. I don't know. That's There's just- a toy that it, that has Optimus that has this Optimus uh, Beast uh, Rise of the Beast Optimus, uh, but his chest is open. And we see the um. And we matrix. see the the matrix of leadership. I so I th- kind of went into this movie thinking we'd see because it's a, it's designed like it would be from this movie. I thought we'd see the matrix of leadership, and that's how he beats Scourge because mm. there's power within the matrix. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought that was going to be the case. I was a little surprised it's not, but I really like. I love it when when Optimus gets the upper hand because he like throws lava at Scourge and like just yeah. slicing. I'm like, that's that's pretty cool. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. Just like his whole thing. This like, belongs this is, to a friend of mine. That was, <laughs> I love that bit. And also, I just like how Scourge, uh, he takes a trophy. He takes the emblems from awesome. every Transformer he kills. Yeah. And I just, also, I just love how you see Decepticons, you see the Predacons, Maximals, Autobot, everyone. He he does not care. Um, who's who's the, who's Scourge? Isn't it? Um, Scourge is a Terracon. He is Peter Dinklage. Sorry. Yeah. Peter Dinklage. Yeah. I think he's, he's good. He's cool. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he was Peter. Got a cool Phantom of the Phantom of the Transformers thing going on. Yeah, I, I like the idea that his lo- that it was a mask. I like that was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, because um, he's a really cool villain. I think. Up. 
Also, I like how he he must have betrayed his planet because the Unicron does say you'll die with the rest of your planet. So he must have joined up with the Unicron just to save himself. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, um, I was. Um, I like the scene where Noah gets the Mirage armor. I think that's really cool. And yeah, yep. just, I, I can go somewhere if you if you're struggling to find a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go somewhere. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to transform him silently while you. I really like. Um, I'm really happy that the beast war that the beast machines are in it. That uh, the Maximals are in it. I'm really happy about that because um, I think they're really cool characters and I want to see more of them. I wish they were more explicit with where they came from, because yeah. there's there's two lines where uh, he says, "I'm from your past uh, and your future." Where Razor says, "I'm from your past and your future." And she's, and then there's a line where Optimus Primal says, I'm named after you, the legendary Cybertron warrior. Mm-hmm. I wit because so it's clearly in the movie that they're from the future and they went to the past, but it's not explicitly stated within the film. So it ends up just kind of being weird, weirdly confusing lines. Yeah. Um, um, you know, I, I was, Ryan, my neck. Uh, uh, oh, I was just going to agree with you. Like, like I think, cause I think, it's you don't have to have like like pre notions of it, but like it is kind of a thing where like we are from the future and we came to the past. We only say it once. You just have to kind of remember that and just and like they don't they don't do a good job of really explaining that because like that is like that is a heady ass concept. Like the, the MacGuffin and like I didn't realize this was like a I thought this was the, like because I'm not mm-hmm. super caught up on Beast War stuff. Like the the trans dimensional space time device, trans warp, like a trans warp like conduit. What a MacGuffin. Holy shit. Like, that is the most powerful. Not only could it go anywhere in space, anywhere in time. It's a TARDIS. They have a they have a TARDIS in their hands. And these, this monkey man just has it in his backyard. And I'm like, that is the strongest MacGuffin. Why does anybody have this? That's crazy. And, uh, and, that's and even, like, Optimus says, like, this went, this went, lo- went missing thousands of years ago. So, like, it creates this weird thing of, like, well, I, I, I wish that they had just not even said, like, uh, you know, here's the whole story of the Beast Wars, but just be like, we were we were we're from the future of Cybertron, and we came to the to Earth's past. Just that, but I think the only reason it's not explicitly stated is because they have to end up on they have to be on another planet in this time period for this for for them to to uh, say that Unicron is a threat. Because otherwise, if Unicron's in the future and they find them going to the past, there's no reason for Unicron to give a shit about where they went. Um, but oh, yeah. doing it like this way makes it so that Scourge has to come to Earth and find the transwarp key and that would bring Unicron here. That's the only reason why they don't explicitly explain it, explain it. And I, yeah. I find that just kind of a bummer. Yeah. Again, I don't particularly think the script is super hot. Um <laughs> again, like this MacGuffin thing, like like a it's perfect for Beast Wars because like, hey, we're just gonna use the thing, but like it is it's just so it's so ridiculous. Um, it's Optimus it's Optimus's so hope to to go home. This yeah. uh, this, uh, this yeah. thing, yeah. Um, I will say about the beast about the beast um the beast wars bit. I like how does how their designs are still very Cybertronian, alien mechanically. Oh, they they're, got fur. Oh, it I looks mean, so yeah, good. They, they do have fur, but it's oh, but you can still tell that they're aliens. There's, the, I mean, obviously Optimus Primal is this giant ape. It's not like what's behind Ryan right now, which is like a oh, this is what an actual. They look like actual animals, and then they transform into robots. They are still, I mean they are still animal characteristics 
but you're tell that they're, they're robots. I I love the designs. Like I love that. Like it is. It's like seamless. Like metal. Like mesh fur. Like just yeah. everywhere at all times. Like it. Like it. Like doesn't make sense. Like how did how how are you born? How does this? It's, it, look, it looks so cool. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of a later um season of the beast wars where they where some of the beast um where some of the machines get trans metals where they're like yeah. more shiny metallic designs but they're still animals like megatron mm-hmm. is like now this metallic purple he doesn't he has like hover planes on his legs uh yeah, primal. About. yeah, yeah. so it kind yeah. of reminds me of that a little bit but also i mean toned down quite a bit but still it's like here's a robot ape i think so, i prefer real quick sorry but i think i, I honestly I understand like the original design. I think I prefer these designs where like they still look like they're robots. Like they don't just turn into basically like the animal versions. I like that you can still see the the robot aspects of it. And you know if they if they didn't like Optimus Prime would be really small. Yeah. <laughs> because if he turned into like a real ape, he'd be like the size of like Megatron's gun, but like woo, boop, boop, boop. yeah. Um, Mag, Mag is in the comment. Line. Mag is in the comments. Uh, I'm hoping they bring in Nemesis Prime in the future or the Unicron's other uh, followers and Transformers Armada. So that makes sense. Um, Mag, go watch Transformers War for Cybertron Kingdom if you want that because that's a pretty good season. There you go. There you go. Uh, Nemesis and Galvatron. Nemesis and Galvatron come from the pa- come from the future to fight their past selves. That's pretty sweet. Pretty cool. Um, cool. So. Yeah, I, I agree. I like the I like the Maximals designs in this one. It does suck, as Ben said, that there are no Predacons, uh, unless you count Scorponok. Um, But he, but it's kind of. I'm I'm glad they used Scourge. If you're not going to get to use Megatron, but it's kind of a bummer that the first time we see the Beast Machines, the Predacons aren't there. Yeah. Oh yeah, and like after, excuse me, after reading our book club where I. I because again I have a memory base force is gone after reintroducing myself to Magmatron, the coolest freaking guy on the planet. He's three dinosaurs that turns into one robot. If we're never gonna see that guy, that makes me really sad. That makes me really sad. Cause that dude, how do you make that work in live action? He's a chimera, he's a literal chimera transformer. Like that's so dope. Uh uh that's a shame. Um yeah. so uh, a couple of more notes I have here. Um uh, I, the sound design in this movie, I think, is really good, as well as the music. I, I just want to say that I like the music a lot. They used Steve Jablonski's score from the first Transformers. I know. Like, I did Bumblebee do that? No, Bumblebee didn't do that. Because okay, I definitely noticed it. I'm like, that's the w- w- wiki. Where are you at? <laughs> yeah. Um, which I, I like that score, so I was happy to hear it. Um good. The sound design, I think, is really good. There's a lot of moments where this film really embraces the 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 Transformers sound effect from, from G1. The, the what is it? What has it been? You can do it better. Yeah, they you, but not just that sound effect because they do have that sound effect, but they have the metal clings in the same tones a lot of the time when Optimus's mass is like ching 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 ching. Um, yeah. And it's really yeah. it's really cool that they've embraced that in a way that's really true, but also really unique because Bay didn't. Bay only used the sound effect within the transforming noise, and mm-hmm. because they transformed for like days. Yeah. Um, so I I just thought that was really cool. What's, I'm really happy. Yeah. What was the name of the skinny robot thief in Transformers One? He like he turned pencil thin. Ra- uh, not, not the, pencil, the pencil thin one? Are you? T- are, isn't that the? Isn't that the beads from Transformers Two? No, I'm thinking of Transformers One. It's like it, it, there's like a, frenzy, a, 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 frenzy, frenzy. 
did were not the, were the end game mindless drones remind you of frenzy at all yeah. they kind of had yeah. similar okay they felt like it was like the proto version of what frenzy becomes okay there's like, too that's, that's fun there's not there's a little too much bay in this movie i think for the most part this movie has a really interesting energy to it it's it's really nice that this is the first film directed by a person of color uh, the first Transformers film directed by a person of color. It feels yeah. different. It feels like it has a different energy to it, which I One like. One thing that I that honestly I really really appreciate it is 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 the diversity of it. Like being in not just 1994, but being being with Latino and black characters. Uh, going to Peru, spending a lot of time in Peru, a beautiful place. Um, it was like it it was different than your average just like white people in a town. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it, was really, it was it like it it looked different than your average Transformers movie, which was also really nice. And the the sound the sound design for Unicron is really good. Like because mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys felt this, but in my theater both times I could feel his his size coming into screen. Like the, my chair was shaking. Uh, I thought that was my cool. theater uh, specifically, the most I felt a rumble. Uh, it's when Optimus Prime was walking close to the screen, and I felt the boo the boo. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, those are some hefty thumps. Yeah. <laughs> Now I will say the sound design when they turn the bass up, you definitely feel how big these machines are, and I love that part. I, I wish I had that. Bit. I wish I had the sound for this movie that I had for Spider Verse. <laughs> um, the okay, hold on, sorry. Uh, the Maximals. I have in my note. I just wish we got more Maximals in this movie. There's a world where I think you can make, we can kind of split off and make a Beast Wars movie and a Transformers movie. So that's my question. I, I don't know how well this movie is, will do, and I don't know if they want to do Transformers spinoffs when they're already kind of doing a side thing with the Bumblebee, you know, like soft reboot thing. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I'm wondering about the next movie, whether they're going to continue to do the X-Men First Class route of like, oh, this one's in like 1998. It's, a four, it's four more years in the future, right? Or is it going to be Transformers 6 or whatever, and it's in 2023? Because like, I don't want that, even if it's a new director. Like, I like this this like almost nostalgic, like we're going into the past and see how the Transformers like built their way in society with us and stuff. And like, especially with like the end of this movie where that goes, like it feels like they're going to lead more into that version than Transformers spinoff movies. You know what I mean? I really like that the Transformers had been there for, for years, but at this point I thought, I thought that I, I really enjoyed that and it felt like they had, not that they were just put in stasis for a couple of years until the next movie. Question. Mm -hmm. Uh, the Dinobots are just sleeping somewhere when this is happening, right? No, the Dinobots, because I just watched this movie. No, um, please say, I don't remember. Uh, the Dinobots are currently probably with lockdown on his ship out in deep space. Oh, got it. Okay. Before he comes to Earth. Because they're, lockdown they're had taken the, the Dinobots. I forgot they're tied together. Oh, on Cybertron, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't like... I don't like that there's still someone who wants to connect to the Bay films because I want Megatron. I want the Dinobots. I want you to do it right this time. And so far, in my opinion, you're two for two. Yeah. And you weren't even that with the with the Bay films. Sure. Uh, so like I'm I really want to see this continue. I see the path of doing Transformers and then doing Beast Wars at, at the same time. Because we get more Beast Wars. Should we talk about the ending? That's why yeah. I'm that's why I don't. That's why I'm more like as long as we get more of of the the Beast Wars stuff. Like again, they they kind of cap themselves by saying everyone else is dead, but they could also just retcon that and like who really cares? Because like I, I know want we T-Rex want Megatron. Exactly. Like we just want more of it. So like I forget you ever wrote that. I not only want T Rex Megatron. I want Dinobot. Yeah, Dinobot's I great. Want, 
I want Dinobot as a maximal. That's what I want. And the Dinobots. I want Dinobot and the Dinobots. How? Oh, we want it all. Um, So the end of this film sets up what I thought was Sector 7. Yeah, Uh, 100%. Yes. Because Bumblebee says the Sector 7 is still in this world. They want to connect it. Okay, this is Sector 7. It is the most unhinged thing to just be like, nah, G.I. Joe. And here's the thing about it. It's it's incredibly like subtle. It's not big explosion. It's not Dwayne the Rock Johnson kicking in the door. It's time to join the Joes. It's like, hey, what's up, man? Uh, I heard you deal with aliens. Go check out over here. That's cool. Hey, here's my card. And like, it, it telegraphs I, I it just before. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, you go ahead. Oh, so it telegraphs it just before because the plaque that he moves says real American hero on it. Yeah, that's when I knew. That's when I knew. And I'm like, oh, is that just, are we just, are we having fun here and it's still going to be Sector 7? And then the car, he's like, oh, it's G.I. Joe. And it's like, it's just like so like nonchalant. And mm-hmm. I'm like, synergy. It's so funny. Look, it's so weird. They've been trying to do a Transformers G.I. Joe crossover movie for a really long time uh they they are practically in the same universe no matter what now and the fact that they that they were like nah that we're gonna tease a gi joe crossover i mean look that might be the only way to make a good gi joe movie who knows um but it's so real quick i think both of those movies are a lot of fun that's fair um the but it's such it's such a wild and uh, quite frankly, I believe it's like the most unhinged ending because it's so out of left field and it's and it's so bold and it's so pompous and it's so interesting. And I'm like, I want it. Actually, I want you to I want it for you. I want you to be able to do this finally. Yeah. yeah. And the, the 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 really cool thing is, is that, again, this takes place in like 1994. So like if you would have just told me a sex or seven is G.I. Joe, I'm like, OK, that lines up or whatever. But like they're not nearly as cool as G.I. Joe. Um. This 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 reminds me of like Evangelion 2.0, where it's like this is where you think Sector Seven would come in, but now instead it's GI Joe, and this is the branching timeline. So now we will get new stuff, and we don't have to worry about the past. And I'm like, and it's got to be a branching timeline because GI Joe's not in the Bay films. Yeah, that's what I mean. And like, unless GI Joe's gonna die in in the 13 years before <laughs> Transformers comes out from 94 to 2007, uh, which I don't think is gonna happen. So like. I think they're quietly, I think the producer's just doing his producing thing, like, oh, they're connected, it's, you know, brand synergy. But I think once you do this G.I. Joe thing and you realize you cannot connect these movies, he's going to back off and like, no, this is the future of the Transformers and G.I. Joe franchise, not the past. And like, he yeah. better. He I better, mean, because if he does, that brings up a lot, that makes a lot more characters are on the table because they, he won't let Megatron be used because he's on, he's on ice in this, in this moment, but RC is in two. So he kind of slipped up. RC is in revenge of the fallen. Yeah. I think, I think after man, again, having Unicron be like one of your villains and this is already really incredibly weird. Cause like they got to put that dude in our earth. <laughs> he's got to be in the earth. And I don't know how that's possible. So like, I do hope and think that they will just back off. Cause like, you'll just make more money if you don't care about it. If you just yeah. tell a fun story, just have Megatron be there. Who cares? Let him be a dinosaur. Like, no, 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 not only that, have Megatron be there and work with Cobra Commander. <laughs> so yes. Funny. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. He holds M- the gun that Megatron becomes. Not only that, not only that, because and they're both Joe voiced and- by Frank Welker. <laughs> yes, hell yeah. <laughs> no, because the GI Joe and Transformers, they've 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 um the comics cross them over yeah. all the time. Yeah, comics cross them over all the time. There's like this really cool Decepticon Cobra logo that I think is really rad. Yeah, I honestly. You cannot 
give me you if you drop that subtly that subtle G.I. Joe bit, you have to I feel like now you have to give me a G.I. Joe Transformers movie. Or at least you have to you have to do something with that because now it's just like that's in my brain. That's what I want now. I want yeah. G.I. Joe crossing Transformers. And I actually agree with Brandon where you can take away um the Beast War, the Beast Machines, and have it their own separate Beast Wars movie and just call it Beast Wars. Yeah. Just call just call it what the original cartoon was, Beast Wars Transformers. Bring in uh t-rex megatron bring it uh bring in all the other predacons bring the war to earth but just have it out somewhere maybe very minimal human characters again but because there were i will agree because you could set up real quickly ben you could set up because they do kind of set up the idea that you can split uh go either way at the end of this film by keeping the maximals in peru you can have it be like oh the predacons are on earth now the maximals gotta fight them and then and then you got the transformers gi joe crossover and then you got the big crossover with the two megatrons team up and they fight yeah you know that's brilliant brilliant. hey pay me i i i I, I got your franchise paramount call me hasbro call us there are so many interesting ways that this can go and I'm just curious if they're just going to take like the lamest way and they're not going to do a crossover. And this was just a soft launch of like G.I. Joe starring this guy coming out in 2025 and there's no relation, but it's just in the same universe until the next one. I'm like, no, just start hard. Get people to want to see a G.I. Joe movie. Put Megatron in it. Put a dinosaur robot in that movie where he has like, to fight. Dwayne not John. Be, as Ben has said, we have seen Megatron and Cobra Commander, but we have never seen both Megatrons and Cobra Commander. That's true. Not only that, have like have like the first trailer be the Cobra Commander and announcing to his troops and how he has a new ally and Megatron walks out with the Cobra oh, with the Cobra no, but like, logo on his chest. How how excellent, how excellent, I'm sorry, how excellent would this be? Would this be the first movie? The trailer is like Cobra Commander's got a new tank. And it's like it's a it's a great tank. We're like, oh, interesting. And then we'll watch the movie and then we don't see it in the trailer. But when we watch the movie, that tank turns into Megatron. You're like, oh my god, it's a Transformers movie. <laughs> They didn't unless Robert unless unless Robert Kirkman leaks it to the press, the Transformers are in it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 I'm kind of really, really interested to see where that goes. It got me um, more excited than not. I think also that actor, I was gonna name, but he's a great character actor. He shows up in so many things. Uh, he's like a perfect dude. Of like I'm a dude in a suit doing my thing. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, it's it's exciting. Um, okay. Let's. Oh, I'm gonna... real quick. Sorry, I've, I've, uh, like I said before, like I've never really cared about GI Joes in my life. So, like, this is probably the most excited I've ever been, just because it's tied to Transformers. Just so yeah, everyone, yeah. like, I don't, I'm not a, G- I'm not gonna become a GI Joe stand overnight or anything. happening. Tomorrow you're gonna be like, guys, I love GI. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, I read all the comics. Um, this is just a quick note. Uh, this is the first time that the uh Transformers talk in their uh vehicle modes. Um, they never do in the Bay films or in Bumblebee, unless you count the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this is the first time that they do, and I thought that was cool. It's cute that, like, Bumblebee, you gotta stop going to those drive-ins. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty You can't pretty handle cute. the truth. Yeah, that's pretty cute. Um, yeah, I, I really like Pete Davidson. I already said that. I just want to kind of, like, bat that in. I think he's great yeah. in this movie. I, again, like, I, I'm, I'm really, I think they got the, they got a really good human story, and, like, if, like, I don't necessarily need five writers on the next Transformers movie, but like whoever had this core story of the family stuff, like maybe get them back. Whoever Toby, maybe if you're the guy, uh, uh, I didn't, I didn't care for Obi-Wan too much, but like, you know, you, you can do some good family stuff here. I like it. Yeah. I mean, also like Obi-Wan, he was the movie. He was the guy who wrote the movie. So they used the script for the show. Oh, okay. Sure. That makes sense. So maybe uh, that movie was better. Yeah. Mag yeah. The core of it. Yeah. 
Magazine in the comments saying would love if they did Loch Ness or Bigfoot as Maximals in future Transformers oh movies. Loch Ness is the plesiosaur of Magmatron. The, 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 oh! <laughs> um yeah, I like the I like the banter between Optimus and Primal. Uh I like the I like the final battle. I like I really like the save. I really like this movie. I had a I had a really good time. I had a better time. I I, I was a little worried about it, but I had a better time than I thought. Um yeah, okay. I, I guess I don't really have much more to add, so should we rate it? I rate say it. yeah. Rate them right. a week. Uh Ben, why don't you go first? Because of my theater experience, I'm probably gonna give it a seven point five. I still think the movie was good. Had I had a better experience to get up, it would probably raise the bar. After talking with Brandon after the film, I realized, I said, oh no, this movie is... It, there are some issues with the movie, but all in all, I still enjoy it. I'll still definitely watch this again when it comes out on Paramount+. On Paramount Plus. I had a good time. The, the action scenes are good. Um, I could just use a little bit more Maximals, but other than that, I would say solid. And for once, I love the human characters in this movie. They are awesome. I want to say I really like Haley Steinfeld and Bumblebee. I just think Ramos is better. I agree. Yeah. I think she's great. I just think like I, I need to rewatch Bumblebee because I don't remember. Like I know she has like I know she has agency as well, but I just feel like the humans like had like they did a lot of shit in this movie and they weren't just totally tied and reliant on the humans. It's, or on it's the because robots. it feels it's because it feels so fresh because they have a different goal than the Autobots. You know yeah. I, that's what I think anyway. I think it just it puts a light on them because they are not not uh, antagonist but they are not aligned yeah, yeah yeah and that creates the like through line of like you know i forgot that we we're supposed to fight till all are one that's true oh, oh that's so. a good callback too at the end all are one yeah 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 uh ryan what would you rate it i will also rate it 7.5 uh i think it's awesome uh i uh, uh i don't think it's awesome i just gave it a 7.5 i think it's pretty good uh there's a lot of i do have a lot of flaws with it but like um the core of it's really strong um i could see myself like I could see myself watching this again, I think. Uh, I think, like, if that final battle would just, like, remove a lot of those robots and just have it be more, like, one-on-one -on -one fights, like, I know this is an awful comparison, but, like, the ending of Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the second Mortal Kombat movie, where the final battle, it's just a lot of one-on-ones with everyone's, like, nemesis of the movie. Mm -hmm. I wish it kind of just ended like that. Um, but overall, like, I think it's a, it's a really good... It's a really good Transformers movie. It's a really great human Transformers movie, uh, which which is which I, I didn't think I wanted as much until I finally got it. So for me personally, I really like this movie. I think this movie is awesome. I, I had a great time. I I thought it's funny. I really like the action. Uh, I even the final battle. Um, I I don't think so. I I would give it. I think it's a solid eight for me. I think it's a solid eight for me. But my enjoyment of it is going to bump it to an eight point five. Hell yeah! Right. Uh, so. It is my second favorite Transformers film um, by far. Um, I, I I have soured on the first Transformers film a little bit more, but Dark of the Moon I still like. Yeah. So there's I understand that the 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 pickings are slim, but like yeah. it, it, it I the, this and Bumblebee I think are the one two punch of just some really good Transformers movies. I agree. Like like this is like this is like you know there are like low sevens and high. This is like a high seven. Like this is almost yeah. like I there I, there's a lot of there's a lot of really great stuff in this movie. Um, Again, it's like killing Bumblebee for no reason. It's like I, you know, I don't know why we did why we did that. Um, yeah. Um. Okay. So that's yeah, eight point five. Um. Shall we go into our book club then? Mm -hmm.